Industry Pods and Evergreen Podcast Network are pleased to present the following podcast. Welcome, please, our next participant. Attention at on the screen. My name is Vadim Brukin and I am CEO and one of investors of Spraybuild project. The story of our project begins in 2014 when our founder, Alek Kalib, got this idea transforming of a world of production. He realized that our world will change in the nearest future and uh, digital production, especially 3D printing, uh, will contribute mostly. He started his researches and found out that continuous printing is a holy grail of 3D technology. The main goal of our project is transformation of world of production. This idea and this technology seems crazy because it makes possible to transform the matter, to create products of any shape without limitations. This technology can truly change our understanding of when and how we produce and use products. Hello, Vadim. Hello. Hello. You can stay closer, first of all. Okay. And then here. Let's okay, uh, no, here, here, at this line. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's good. Thank you. Looks like a little bit nervous. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I think I, I will handle it. <laughs> okay, Vadim, are you ready? Yeah. You know all these rules? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, you have now three and a half minutes. If you're ready. Yeah, let's get started. Okay, let's start. Let's start our timer. Hello, my name is Vadim Brukin, and I am a COO of Spraybuild Project. Uh, one of the United Nations uh, sustainable development goals is to create sustainable, reliable industries uh, and promote uh, new technologies for, for the developing countries. Uh, one of the solutions of 3D printing, it's a... Uh, 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 3D, printer, 3D printing is seen as a solution of uh, many uh, problems in, in current production world. Uh, in order to, to small uh, producers to be effective, uh, they can use uh, they can they can use 3D uh, technology, digital production to improve uh, cost-effectiveness and return on investment. Uh, that's why we are developing 3D printing technology uh, that has a high speed. Uh, it is continuous and layerless and produces the solid, uh, solid parts. ARC Invest is the fund that created first 3D printing index. And uh, according to their research, they suggest that the market for 3D printing could scale to 94 billion by 2023. Uh, we have been developing our technology since 2016, 
so far we have launched a number of pilot projects with the partners that have success on the market that we are interested in. And the most promising projects for today are production of limb processes and models of uh, bones and uh, of bones and uh, models for casting uh, of metal parts. Uh, our team is experienced specialists in the management, economics, programming and chemistry of materials. Our CEO, CEO and the founder, Oleg Khalib, has a 30-year experience in uh, industrial management. The total number of patents uh, and uh, patent applications of our team is 69. It's nine patents and applications in the field of mechanical engineering and 60 patents in chemistry. Uh, the pre Printing, 3D printing is a highly competitive but fast-growing market and we have advantages that can lead us to the market. First of all, it's a cheaper but uh, higher quality polymers and uh, highly, highly productive equipment. We plan to make money on sales of 3D printing services, 3D printing resins or polymers and a little bit later equipment and software. Uh, starting from the, from the day of creation, Spribuild was funded by founders and uh, team. Uh, in 20, uh, lately uh, this year, earlier this year, Spribuild has got a grant from Ukrainian Sorry, government. Sorry, fund. but time is up. Yeah, thanks. Is it okay for you? Yeah. Don't worry. You, now, you, now you can answer the questions. Okay. Our dear jury, you ready? Okay, so please. Yeah. Uh, есть вопрос, на какие рынки вы в большей степени нацелены, где вы можете удешевить продукцию? Currently, the main market for 3D printing equipment and uh, polymers and services is Northern America. It's all, uh, at least 50% of world market. Uh, but uh, in the beginning, we are aiming for Ukrainian market to get expertise, for example, in Medicare for printing these special parts for surgeries, uh, or for implantation uh, operations. Uh, so Ukraine is a is a, as a start uh, is our starting market. То есть основной рынок это медицина. The market of 3D printing uh, is the, uh, it's 25% of Medicare, 25% of aerospace and defense, and other industries. So yeah. Uh, Medicare is the, the biggest part of this market and uh, we have the expertise uh, in it. И последний вопрос, то есть это мелкосерийное все-таки производство. То, что нужно сделать быстро, качественно и единоразово в основном. Yeah, yeah, it's every part is unique and uh, uh, you, you need it in, in a small amount, but the number of operations and hospitals in the world uh, it's so big uh, that the total, the total market of 3D printed bo bones uh, or dental uh, plates is, is very big. It's hundreds of billions of dollars. Vadim, uh, you have yeah. very good product, you have very good idea, but you are so shy. Uh, please, it's my first more, speech more, ever. Yeah, more passionate <laughs> and, and believe in your product yeah. because it's very good. 
So my question is about, uh, is your uh, idea only material or uh, you produce and 3D printers and... Uh, yeah, I understand. It's a, we have a complex. We started from a printer and we had a technology for fast continuous printing. Uh, then we, lately we realized that uh, the, pro, uh, the product is um, not, not the device, it's device and software and polymers. And polymers you sell every day to your customers. So it's the main source of revenue. So we, in concurrent mode we were developing uh, and software and polymers and devices. And who is your target audience in this case? It's a B2B or B2C or companies yeah. or people or... Yeah, we, we have planned to move step by step and at the beginning uh, it will be a corporate business uh, hospitals and uh, dealers who will resell our resins and uh, direct sales of printing services uh, to the rest of the market. Service as a service. Services. Yes. Uh, printing as a service. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I have a <coughs> small question. What the cost of ownership of your product? Like it's like a printers. It's really cheap, but after you spend a lot of money on yeah. suppliers. 10 seconds. Yeah. We do not propose the hospital, hospitals to own the printer. We want to make the uh, service uh, f uh, for production of these parts or, or bones to Can get the please? model and produce the part. Thank you. Thank you so much. Time is up. Sorry, yeah. but time is up. Thank you. Please join your opponents in the green room. And our dear jury, uh, Roman Shkotov. What can you say about this performance, about this startup at all? Please give us a brief comment. Interesting idea. Ну, на самом деле, я не увидел большой разницы в существующих 3D печатей, но так как сфера идёт медицина, не успел спросить, всё-таки экологичность, сертификация, спецификация, потому что это всё-таки медизделия, и здесь очень жёсткие требования, не успел спросить, если есть возможность. During the break you can ask him. I hope. Okay, and uh, now it's time to welcome here our second, uh, our next participant, I mean. <laughs> Please, your attention on the screen. So, pitching was new for me, but it's new experience and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, sure. I'm really thankful for everybody who, uh, who organized this event. And big thank to our team who made a great job during last five years. We really appreciate it and we're going to be successful, I believe in it. Of course, Vadim wanted to tell us some words. <laughs> Sorry, Vadim. Okay, now it's okay to continue and welcome here our next participant. My name is uh, Dino Kimchuk, I'm the CEO at Organization GG. Uh, we are a marketplace that helps creators to interact with their fans through a live experience game. So we have a fairly small team, there's only seven of us. We started working on the project since April 2020. We believe that streaming and gaming is profession of the future. So we're actually creating a tool 
that would allow the streamers to transform their hobby into a sustainable source of income. We're happy to be in the right place. I think we're moving faster than the market because we're seeing these trends. We're constantly communicating with our users, both like from the fans' side and from the streamers' side. We understand their needs and uh, we're building the product that's going to cater to their needs. Your hobby can become your profession and we are here to help you. Organization GG. How are you doing? Welcome here. Yeah, I'm fine. And you? Doing good. Okay, if you're ready. Sure, let's shoot. So you have three and a half minutes. Let's start. Cool. At Organization GG, we believe that live streaming is the profession of the future. In fact, millions of streamers are already looking for tools to monetize their audience in order to tap into a market of 25 billion US dollars and we're here to help them. Organization GG is a marketplace that helps creators and streamers to interact with their fans through live gaming experiences. Before, they were limited in interactions by chat on Twitch, but with Organization GG, we had an opportunity to actually play in the same team, interact, and actually have real fun on the streams. So our first experience that we launched is called Wolfpack Challenge. It allows one streamer to challenge another streamer, and each of them have four available slots on their team, so their fans can join them. Um, and since there are hundreds and even thousands of fans willing to join, we integrated sweepstakes. And with sweepstakes, each fan buys a ticket, let's say for $1, but the more tickets he buys, the more chances he has to be randomly selected in that particular team. And this price pool, which can reach up to hundreds or even thousands of US dollars, is then split between the two streamers. So our current focus is on Counter-Strike GO um, and the Wolfpack Challenge, but in the coming weeks we're adding new experiences, and in first quarter 2020 we're also adding new games. So why is this important for the users? So for the creators, for the streamers, obviously it's a way to make, um, to make extra income, but it's also a tool to build these deeper relationships with their, with their fans, and it's super important for the Gen Z generation, obviously. On the other hand, the fans, it's a dream come true experience for them because this is the first time they actually have an opportunity to play and interact with their, uh, with their streamers. And it's also donations 2.0 because before they would, uh, they would just give the money away, but now they have this opportunity to actually get something meaningful back. So we are a two-sided marketplace, um, and like many marketplaces, we take a fee out of every experience that is sold through the platform. In the future, we're going to be adding um, a subscription model for streamers. So we launched in December 2020 with our public beta. Within three weeks, we actually got 1,500 fans with zero dollars spent on marketing. And this is possible because the streamers themselves were promoting our platform, which is amazing. 
Um, we also onboarded 25 top streamers with millions of subscribers um, on Twitch. We spent zero dollars on that as well. So we're currently closing our pre-seed round. We already have WePlay as one of our investors, as well as a couple of angel uh, investors from the Silicon Valley. We aim to have 300 top creators within the next 9 to 12 months. This is our primary goal. Uh, we have a very balanced team, so I'm the hustler, I'm the CEO. Um, I did my MBA at UC Berkeley. I actually launched an esports organization a year ago. Denise Kurilenko, he's the CTO, 15 years in engineering. Uh, he's the hacker. And Anton, he's the designer, super talented and creative guy. And we also have other four teammates uh, on the platform. Thank you very much. Thank you for your performance. My time is up. And now, as you know, our judges will ask you some questions. Judges, please. PewDiePie is ready to engage your platform. Yeah, it's live. You can actually... No, no, no. I, I asking the PewDiePie is oh, ready Oh, the PewDiePie. To... If you can make the connection, <laughs> I'd highly appreciate that. <laughs> He's actually... That's a good question because we're not only targeting the esports uh, gamers. Um, our platform is suitable for the celebrities to challenge each other. So we can have PewDiePie challenging... You know, uh, simple, for example, playing Counter-Strike or other games, and their fans could actually join them as well. Mm -hmm. And, and, th yep, and the second ahead. question, how you parse the result? Like, how you know who is the winner in the challenge? Uh, for Counter-Strike Go, we actually host our own gaming servers. So we have all the data, we have all the statistics coming in. And moreover, this is like a one-click button experience for both the users and the fans. All you have to do is to have um, Counter-Strike Go pre-installed. You click mm -hmm. one button. Uh, the Counter-Strike Go opens and you're like in that particular team where you're supposed to be and we get all the data. Uh, how much bigger your tournaments like in general? How many person can engage? We, we host like tens of uh, experiences per day right now but like there's no limit in terms of the amount. Where do you host? Uh, we host on data host services, servers. Uh -huh. it's, we're, we're outsourcing that. Please. Спасибо за презентацию. И вопрос такой, есть ли интеграция с YouTube и другими стриминговыми сервисами? We are sort of augmenting the, the experience that these streaming platforms provide. So we're not competing with them, and we don't have to have a direct integration with them. But obviously, if you go to our website, uh, you can actually watch the streams of our pros within, within our platform. So you don't have to switch to Twitch. Um, I have all the rankings already except one, which is about the competitive advantage. Are you guys alone in this world doing this stuff? This is one. And second, if you're not alone or there will be someone else coming after you, mm -hmm. how protected your business model or whatever proprietary technology you're using is? Thank you. There is actually a slide about competition. I didn't have a chance to show it. Yeah, I cannot. Uh, there is a company called Streamloads. They're like one of our main competitors. They're using totally different mechanics, but they're solving the same problem. But they're limited in terms of, like on our experiences, the streamers, they can earn hundreds of US dollars, or even thousands. Within Streamloots, you can only like make 12, 12 bucks an hour. That's it, that's the maximum. So that's our competitive edge. Um, and uh, yes, that's, that's to answer your question. In terms of the things that protect us from the competitors, we have an integration with WePlay. Uh, which has thousands, hundreds of thousands of viewers already in the CIS. And we're going to be doing show matches and tournaments with them, targeting their audience, both in the, in the Europe and the US. And again, the technology side. 
but Twitch or WePlay or another players on this market of streaming services in gaming, gambling, like gambling services, how easy or complicated to copy your uh, functionality? <laughs> uh, look, it took us uh, six months to build out the technology, uh, but it's about the social aspect. It took us longer to actually onboard the streamers that we currently have, and they already have their fans onboarded to our platform. So they're locked in into the platform because we're also motivating with financial benefits, both the fans Sorry. and the streamers. Thank Sorry. you very much, guys. Have a good one. Big round of applauses. Nice performance. So, let's continue. Anna, what do you think? Could it be maybe a future Ukrainian platform for streamers? Все возможно, зависит от команды, как ребята дальше все это будут осуществлять. Нет ничего невозможного. Can we find maybe special grants from the government to support this idea? Подумаем. Государство всегда готово выслушать и помочь во всех проектах Поэтому мы готовы. Okay. Именно здесь для этого, чтобы посмотреть, где нужна помощь. And let's have a look. What is going on here in Green Room? Uh, impressions. Hello. Thank you, Last Yuri, for, for excellent questions. And uh, it was really fun. Uh, warm atmosphere, and uh, although cold winter. And I hope to see everyone again on stage, and good luck to the rest of the startups. Cheers. You heard him. He is very fun. Okay, and our not final, but uh, next participant, you know what you have to do. Your attention on the screen, please. Hello, everyone. My name is Alexey Kushka. I'm chief development uh, of the business of Kiwi Scooter Sharing. Uh, we're doing the scooter sharing in Kiev, Odessa, and Lviv in Ukraine. My team is uh, consists of three people. We're a fully organized Ukrainian team. Most of us are living in, in big cities and we are seeing all around the world the big traffic jams in, in especially downtowns. So our idea is to develop the micro-mobility service which uh, helps people organize their moves around the city and make it quicker than just staying in the car and spending time for nothing. We change in cities. Choose us, choose Kiwi scooter sharing. Let's do it the city is greener as Kiwi. Hello. How are you today? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. And you? I'm fine, thanks. How do you feel? Okay. You know, I was wondering that you will use this um, thing to join me on stage. You guys didn't allow me to do that. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, really good idea. So, you know that you got only three and a half minutes. I'll try my best. If you're ready, let's do this. Okay. okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Oleksy Kushka. I'm Chief Business Development Officer of Kiwi Scooter Sharing, Ukrainian uh, team which does sharing business in Ukraine. We started in Odessa in 2020, in the March, and do also sharing in uh, Kiev and Lviv as well. So, unfortunately, my colleagues from command, uh, from team, uh, Omer and Yusuf couldn't come due to COVID. I'm going to present us with this juicy scooter alone. So uh, we do transportation. We try uh, to move people in the 
cities in downtowns especially a uh, little bit faster than the cars and we're going to do cities a little bit cleaner and greener we are ukrainian team we are fully dedicated we have our own software and own fleet so problems that um, electric sh scooter sharing companies uh, gets in 2020 it's ineffective uh, public transportation due to traffic jams and uh, site uh, citywide air pollution uh, because we use cars mostly for less than five kilometers range. The price, uh, it's also important concern for consumers riding scooters and uh, pricing and picking up scooters with a, a full battery painful. Um, unit costs for uh, scooting sharing companies is also a problem and low capacity batteries, which is less than 35 kilometers. Uh, disorganized parkings and dangerous ridings uh, on pedestrian roads and CTS authorized that number of vehicles to be free floated. So solution is going to be an effective business model and innovative uh, vehicle. Sustainability by carbon natural operations uh, and reuse of parts. Affordable, fun and available 24-7 uh, scooters. Order scooter to your location and uh, lattice durable vehicle design. So um, also the Tesla battery uh, powered electric scooters with longest range than 100 kilometers. Remotely controlled vehicles, uh, organized parking in optimized fleets, also decreasing accidents by recognizing the pedestrians and cars um, through a camera. Uh, our target market into 20, uh, 2020 was uh, three major cities of Ukraine. And now we are going to expand in next year Kharkiv, Dnipro, also we're going abroad of Ukraine uh, to uh, Balkanian countries. So our key differentiators of others, uh, we have efficient and less costly operations with swappable batteries. We are going to make a durable vehicles with a lifespan of five years and high-tech software with smart IoT. So uh, we produced uh, a battery with 50% uh, less uh, operational cost by decreasing battery charge cost. And we're going to more, do 50% more ride revenues per charge through increasing uptime. Of course, we have a competitors, but we uh, have uh, swappable batteries and uh, we have uh, operational costs less than they are. Our potential outcomes for five years, in worst case, 25 million per year and 15 cities. But best case, going to be 250 million. Our team. Thanks. Okay. And now time is up. Did it well. So, that's not all. You know, okay. that now I'm your turn, dear jury, you can ask questions. Okay. Let's do this. Замечательный, замечательное просто решение. Вопрос в чем? У меня технологический. Скутер, который вы представляете, с увеличенной емкостью батареи. У него площадь соприкосновения с возможной преградой намного выше. Насколько вы рассчитывали безопасность этого решения, учитывая, что вы используете литиевые батареи, и они достаточно опасны в эксплуатации? All scooter sharing companies trying to their best to use lithium batteries. And for sure, uh, the harder scooter, the more uh, uh, weight they have, for sure. Uh, of course, uh, the, 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 the problem is that uh, to make range bigger, we have to uh, work with bigger batteries. And we limit the speed, which 
people can use in CTS. Uh, it's also limited by uh, authorization uh, authorizers. I mean, law and others, like 15 kilometers per pavement and 25 maximum speed on the road. Вопрос был о безопасности. Насколько limitation. Вы... Speed limitation. Okay, understand. <laughs> У меня вопрос по производственной площадке. Это Украина или Китай? Вопрос. И второй вопрос. Все-таки рынок перенасыщенный. Я буквально недавно выбирал сыну. Еле выбрал. Их очень много есть в рынке. Разных моделей и разной стоимости. Все-таки чем, чем будете конкурировать, кроме это, батареи? Это, это для аренды. Я понимаю, что это для аренды. Но их очень много есть. Okay. Чем, он, чем, uh... чем он будет дешевле? Емкость мы услышали батареи, а какие преимущества? Насколько он будет там, дешевле медианы рынка? Там, если считать медиана рынка там 20 тысяч гривен сейчас. Okay, so we have uh, China as main producer now. We're going to move uh, some of the batteries production here in Ukraine and also batteries, uh, recombination of batteries, reusing re batteries in, in Ukraine especially. Uh, so for uh, for the price, yeah, it's sharing scooter. Uh, we, it costs less than uh, we use for, I don't know, for Bolt or whatever. Uh, and my, my question is, uh, do you, have you uh, thought about uh, provide your scooters to your competitors? Because you have only one advantage uh, before your competitors. Uh, extended life of battery. And operational costs. Yeah, but it, it, uh, it's from uh, your experience. E experience. Yeah. I did managed services. I did um, next bike, as you know, uh, bicycle yeah. carrying network. I organized that and I launched it. And for the uh, past three months, I was CEO of uh, Bike Now. It's um, a remake of uh, next bike in Ukraine. And I was um, leading that for two years uh, with uh, amount of bikes for 2,000 uh, units. So I knew everything about the sharing in Ukraine especially, and with this experience with uh, these batteries, with uh, future uh, A-controlled cameras, we're going to expand for the next okay. market. What the next bike, uh, the successful project in Ukraine, next bike? Especially next bike? Yeah. With free floating. There is a station-based. Sorry. It's not, but with free floating, yes. Okay. It's yeah. profitable. You have to finish, sorry. Okay. Because time is up. You did well. Good job. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for your performance. So please join your opponents in the green room. And now, please, uh, Roman Shkotov, what can you say, for example, about this idea? Maybe someone else. Ah, okay, Anna. <laughs> Я хочу сказать, что мы с таким трудом сегодня все добирались, и я и коллеги из-за пробок переживали очень сильно, что мы можем опоздать. Поэтому однозначно лично мне сегодня этого сервиса очень не хватало по дороге сюда. Yes, I see. That's obvious. In Kiev, especially. In winter. Traffic jams. Перед Новым Thanks everyone for the chance to show us, show the team. Uh, thanks for the hard questions. I think you can should win on this uh, on this cup. Thank you.
Okay, applause to him. Let's support. Well, I was first six participants, and now I want to remind you that this event has also become publicly known thanks to the media support of our media partners, Rubrica and Cases. Let's support them with applause, of course. And also, thanks to such partners as Tengwards, Darnitsa, Ammoniak, MHP, Diacom Group, and Bio-Ukraine. So, now I want to give the floor to the, one of the founders of this competition. Our next guest. His experience covers Europe and South America, as well as the United States. Your attention on the screen, please. Noah Lishan, investor at Pegasus Tech Ventures, providing in-depth financial and qualitative investment analysis of startups around the world. Please start. Hey, everybody. Thank you for your time. Um, and we at Pegasus Tech Ventures and Startup World Cup uh, appreciate everybody at UF Incubator having hosted us um, for Startup World Cup Ukraine. We're really excited to be here. So, you know, as one of my colleagues has probably mentioned, Startup World Cup is the largest global pitch competition in the world with a $1 million investment grand prize that comes from Startup World Cup and Pegasus Tech Ventures. So a little bit about myself. My name is Noah Lashan. Um, as mentioned, I'm an investor with Pegasus Tech Ventures, a global VC based out of Silicon Valley. And I'm also the manager of the Startup World Cup platform. I'm really excited that you know, we're all gathered here today to have Startup World Cup Ukraine. Um, and I hope to see you all at the grand finale uh, in San Francisco. So Startup World Cup Ukraine 2021, um, you know, is part of our series of events uh, and regionals. This year we're getting even bigger and better. Um, and we're continuing to expand the platform every year. Uh, this year, we're on track for 60-plus different regional events around the world. So now I want to take a moment to talk to you all about the grand finale of Startup World Cup. So each of our regional champions flies to San Francisco to pitch uh, for that $1 million investment grand prize. Um, and, yeah, you can see that we cover you know, most of the major um, countries and continents, uh, North America, South America, Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia. Um, so it is a truly a global platform. Here's an overview of the um, Grand Finale Conference, um, which is a three-day series of events. Um, the first day is going to be the semifinal on November 10th. The second day, we'll have our workshops and networking party. And then on the third day, we'll have the big event, the grand finale, um, which we're all very, very excited for. Um, and this event will be at the Hilton Union Square uh, in San Francisco. 
So this year, um, we have some really amazing speakers um, just in line like with our past years. People who we've had people like um, Steve Wozniak uh, from Apple and Reid Hoffman um, from LinkedIn. Uh, this year, we have some really amazing speakers as well. People like uh, Spencer Raskoff, uh, excuse me, Spencer uh, Raskoff, uh, co-founder of Zillow, uh, Windows Snyder, um, Chief Security Officer at Square, Shane Wall, CTO of HP, um, also folks from Microsoft, Grubhub, Uber, Google Cloud, Walmart, and many, many more top Silicon Valley um, and global tech players. And these are kind of the people that, you know, you and your startup can talk to about how to be successful uh, in the innovation ecosystem um, because they've had tremendous success in their areas, obviously. Yes, and with that, um, I want to take a moment to talk to you all about um, Ukraine specifically and how your startup can be uh, very successful in the Startup World Cup competition, but also um, in the U.S. market and global market as well. Um, so some key points I want to talk to you about is the first one is, you know, you need to practice your pitch uh, and your elevator pitch. Uh, generally, us investors, we can tell if a company is a strong company within the first minute of the pitch. So you need to practice how to wow um, your audience, as specifically investors. Uh, you need to be clear, compelling, and credible. And with that, that leads me into my next point um, about, you know, one of the things we see um, frequently is that entrepreneurs tend to overstate the numbers in their pitches. So you don't want to do that. You want to, um, you know, generate a bottom-up market analysis that's relevant uh, for, you know, your specific market and vertical you're ta uh, tackling. Uh, also, you want to be clear with the unit economics. Um, so clearly do an analysis um, on your, you know, revenue per unit um, as well as cost. So us venture capitalists can tell that, you know, this is going to be a long-term profitable business on a gross margin basis. Um, also, you want to generate accurate, accurate numbers for the revenue projections. That's also a very important thing. Um, so how you want to go about that is looking at your customers, um, forecasting your customers, and then forecasting your revenue based on those projected customers. Lastly, um, I want to say that, you know, Ukraine market um, is definitely one that we've seen as compelling and is growing. Uh, there's a lot going on in innovation um, over, you know, in you guys' region. And, you know, we see the dedication to innovation. But another thing, you know, you need to remember is that you need to connect with the investors globally. So um, continue to do networking, continue to sharpen those elevator pitches and continue to reach out to investors around the world, demonstrate strong traction and, you know, build a very strong team. And I have no doubt that it will lead to success. So with that, um, I yield back to uh, 
the folks at UF Incubator and uh, the conference organizers. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, and thank you so much. Thank you for your performance. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got really good news because now we're going to have a coffee break. This has been a production of Industry Pods in association with Evergreen Podcasts Network. Hear this and other industry pods at evergreenpodcasts.com, your favorite podcast app, or listen at industrypods.com for your number one virtual conference podcast experience.